Hey everyone, before we get started, I just wanted to make you aware of our Patreon. American Hysteria is an independent podcast, and it's not easy to make it as an independent podcast. Depending on your donation, you'll get ad-free episodes, you'll get an extra episode every month, you'll get extra video content, and you might even get your name mentioned on our show. You'll also get to hear all of our darkest secrets before anyone else. We've already got mini-sodes up about the strange occurrences known as the Curse of the Exorcist, and another about the Tylenol murders from the 1980s and the conspiracy theories that link the Unabomber to those crimes. We need our listener support if we're going to keep going through this season and beyond. So if you love our show, if our show means something to you, please consider donating to our Patreon. You can find the link in our show notes. Become one of our sweet patrons, one of our sweet Satans. And now here's the show. This is American Hysteria's Aftershock, where I share with you a story that didn't make it into the main episode. I'm your host, Chelsea Weber-Smith, and today we're talking about... Gut milk. If you grew up in the 90s, you'll certainly remember the glossy posters hung in every cafeteria bearing the iconic words, Got milk? You'll remember a roster of milk-loving celebrities from Martha Stewart to Dennis Rodman to Elton John, Britney Spears, that kid from Jerry Maguire, Serena and Venus Williams, Van Halen, Naomi Campbell, Mike Myers as Austin Powers, Kermit the Frog, the Olsen Twins, Bill Clinton, Jackie Chan, Dr. Phil, Jennifer Aniston, Billy Ray Cyrus, Kate Moss, Whoopi Goldberg, David Copperfield, Joan Rivers, Hanson, The Simpsons, the entire cast of Everybody Loves Raymond, and the best being, of course, Sarah Michelle Gellar posing as Buffy as if she has time to drink milk while keeping us all safe from the hellmouth. All of these celebrities were photographed beautifully by none other than celebrated artist Annie Leibovitz. Each wore a very cute and surprisingly cool white milk mustache for this national ad campaign encouraging kids to be healthy young Americans by remembering to drink their milk. In 1995, Mattel made a Got Milk Barbie, and in 1998, Hot Wheels made a Got Milk dairy delivery truck. And now let's make that random call with today's $10,000 question. It's a tough one. Who shot Alexander Hamilton in that famous duel? Hello? Hello, for $10,000, who shot... Excuse me? I'm afraid your time is almost up. I'm sorry, maybe next time. Got milk. The first Got Milk TV commercial aired on October 29, 1993, and featured a man eating a peanut butter sandwich while listening to a radio contest. He's randomly selected and receives a call to answer a trivia question for $10,000, but alas, without milk, his mouth is stuck and he cannot speak the words. As the screen fades to black, there it is, the iconic phrase, Got Milk? 
This artfully shot, award-winning commercial was an instant success, and it was directed by none other than a young and -and up-and-coming filmmaker fresh out of grad school named Michael Bay. If you go back and appreciate these ads as an adult, both print and TV, they're oddly beautiful and at times weirdly deep. In one, a man who cruelly fired an employee suddenly dies after being hit by a truck, and he ends up in eternity, full of enormous chocolate chip cookies, only to realize he's in hell when the milk cartons in the internal fridge are devastatingly empty. Another features a dark, thriller-esque scene where a psychic kid, not unlike Damien from The Omen, will not eat a chocolate birthday cake because he foresees, in An Omen, that there will not be the milk required to wash it down. The ad campaign was funded by something called the Dairy Production Stabilization Act, put in place by an alliance between the federal government and the California Milk Processor Board, which considered milk to be an important part of the U.S. economy. Polling showed that 90% of U.S. consumers had seen some form of this Got Milk campaign. To understand America's obsession with cow's milk, we have to go back to the mid-1800s, a time of rapid urban expansion and technological development in the United States. American families were moving from rural areas into the cities, and as old habits die hard, a dairy industry emerged to meet the demands of these new urban dwellers and provide the dairy-laden comforts of rural America to the busy city dwellers. Breweries packed with dozens if not hundreds of cows produced what was known as swill milk, referring to this leftover mash from local distilleries that these city cows were fed. Raw milk was suddenly being made and delivered at an unprecedented rate. America's love affair with milk even managed to survive a panic in the 1850s surrounding this swill milk, which, due to a lack of regulation, was prone to grow all kinds of bacteria and disease, including typhoid and cholera. Journalist Frank Leslie ran an expose in his newspaper, not unlike Upton Sinclair's, describing the filthy conditions in New York milk breweries that produced what they called pure country milk. The breweries housed sickly cows in poor conditions that produced a foul blue-tinted milk. Manufacturers attempted to change the color of this blue milk by using plaster of Paris, eggs, molasses, and chalk. Newspapers speculated that the impure blue milk could be to blame for the deaths of up to 8,000 infants in a single year. Nevertheless, milk would continue to be a staple of the American diet going through the 20th century thanks to a new French innovation called pasteurization. Though many complain that the process stripped milk of its natural flavor, pasteurization ensured that even milk produced in factory farm settings could be consumed safely without having to worry about illness. Working alongside the dairy councils, the U.S. Department of Agriculture drastically increased American milk consumption in the interwar period. When a man named Elmer McCollum, who was known as Dr. Vitamin, called milk, quote, the greatest of all protective foods in his 1918 book, The Newer Knowledge of Nutrition, the government seized the day. It was in this era that the USDA first began its aggressive dairy marketing campaign aimed at school children. 
Especially during the Great Depression, when malnutrition was a serious issue for Americans, this U.S. Department of Agriculture promoted milk as a vital source of nutrition for kids. Possessing a huge surplus of dairy after World War II, the government needed to unload it on the American public, who at the time were particularly concerned with health, nutrition, and safety. One USDA pamphlet from the time read, quote, Save on meat if you must, but don't skimp on milk. You ever notice how finding time and energy to do the most basic human necessity, eat literal food, has become just another exhausting task jammed into our increasingly inhuman schedules? Well, your spring can be a little more stress-free with Factor. Factor will provide you with delicious, never-frozen, ready-to-eat gourmet meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. Each week, you get to choose from a menu of 35 options to create your perfect breakfast, lunch, or dinner with absolutely no prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. And Factor makes sure you get exactly what you want. You can tailor deliveries to your schedule and customize how many meals you want each and every week, and you can pause anytime. So just head to factormeals.com slash American Hysteria 50 and use code American American Hysteria 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code American Hysteria 50 at factormeals.com slash American Hysteria 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Check out Factor today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Oh, man. I sure could use a cold drink. Look what's coming down the road. There's just nothing tastes so good as good Borden's milk. Pete's right, boys and girls. Borden's is the good milk. It's the only milk I drink. But that wasn't the only value seen in the immaculate whiteness of milk. President Hoover, giving a speech in 1923, told the World's Dairy Congress, quote, Upon this dairy industry, more than any other of the food industries, depends not alone the problem of public health, but there depends upon it the very growth and virility of the white races. Oddly, milk is becoming again a potent symbol of white supremacy. The reason, apparently, is because most humans lack the enzymes needed to consume milk past childhood, but some humans in Europe developed the gene through their use of dairy thousands of years ago. White supremacists play on this shaky biology, something they consider unique to the white race, though it's also found in some African ancestry. The alt-right uses this grown eternal babydom to prove that whites are superior for their superior long-term baby milk drinking genes. This belief system was popularized by a social media post from a far-right troll account called Enter the Milk Zone, asserting, quote, 
If you can't drink milk, you have to go back. Like beef, it seems that milk is an important symbol of masculine power, of conquering, and of the hierarchy the alt-right is certainly trying to protect. In addition to the typical memes and message board posts, some alt-right dudes have gone as far as to prove their racial superiority by chugging gallons of milk on camera. Now look, I think it's partially a joke, but I think part of it is also this like obsession with showing everyone how proud you are of being a white dude. I'm the lumberjack and that's okay. I drink my milk and I work all day. Down with the vegan agenda. I can't talk to you. You may not like it, but this is peak masculinity right now. Look at this. This is the male form. Let me be professional for the There they are, shirtless, slapping each other around, growling and flexing at the camera, some wearing MAGA hats, protesting what they call the vegan agenda. One that's somehow closely related to, that's right, the gay agenda and the Illuminati's Jewish agenda. This is a good example of one of the more extreme reactions and defense mechanisms in response to the mere existence of vegans, ones that just through their choices throw those posturing as strong white masculine men into a tantrum that's kind of cute in how very, very silly they look, but also they're white supremacists. Of course, factory-farmed milk comes with a slew of moral and ethical questions about the treatment of cows. And if you think dairy's any better than the meat industry, in a lot of ways, it's worse. The treatment of cows in so many of these factory farms is enough to seriously churn your stomach and maybe even break your heart. And it's not only that. In 2018, there were approximately 9.4 million dairy cows in the U.S. alone. The gallons of water used to hydrate them daily can reach into the hundreds of millions and by some estimates, even billions. And the waste from just 200 dairy cows produces as much nitrogen as the sewage from a community of up to 10,000 people. If not taken care of properly, the waste from these cows can contaminate local drinking water and the environment at large. For now, the only consensus among scientists and nutritionists is that, though humans are the only animals to routinely consume the mammary gland secretions of another species, especially after we're no longer little tiny babies anymore, drinking cow's milk health-wise is fine. Drink your milk, kids. I don't want milk. Milk's for babies. Yeah, babies. But milk isn't some kind of unique, superhuman, pump-up, protein-bursting, bone-strengthening, badass beverage that we have long been peddled. Vegetables are an easy, not to mention inexpensive, alternative that deliver the same nutrients. It's not essential to your health unless there are no other healthy options available, like in the many food deserts that keep low-income and rural communities from accessing fresh produce in local grocery stores. For those of us with the privilege of nearby grocery stores, it's good to know that no solid correlation has been found between increased calcium intake from dairy and bone strength, as we've all been taught to believe. Drinking less milk and eating less meat is slowly rising in popularity, and there are a growing number of healthy, plant-based, Antifa, liberal, soyboy, vegan agenda milk alternatives that don't support what it really means to extract dairy from cows on a massive scale. 
Not to mention, at the same time, lessening your personal impact on climate change. The Got Milk campaign put a bunch of very cool faces over these facts. Even weirder, the celebrities were paid a very measly amount of money, at least by their standards, 25000 that most donated to charity. So these famous people were doing it just for the milk, and each was required to pass a test proving that they loved milk before appearing in the ad. Milk was in, and we all believed in the promised land of it. The iconic campaign is all but dead, and execs admit that despite its dopeness and mass popularity, the ads actually failed to sell more milk. In the last few years, Milk Pep, the brains behind the dairy industry's PR, replaced the Got Milk brand with the Milk Life brand. In one of their commercials, a son and mother follow after a soccer ball, given power by milk propellers. Then a woman is pulled too quickly by a pack of her dogs and is saved by a milk parachute that slows her down. A girl plays guitar while magic milk shoots from her fingers like fireworks. In the end, the commercial muses, start your day with the power of protein. Milk life. This was American Hysteria's Aftershock. Next time on the show, we are covering the American symbol of suburbia, the creepiest utopia in American history. I also want to highlight this week two of my good friends' shows. One is Jim Perry's third season premiere of Euphemet, that amazing heartfelt paranormal podcast that I got my start working on. And secondly, I want to highlight the brand new podcast called Stories with Sapphire. Sapphire is the former host of the giant hit podcast, Something Scary. And for this first season, she'll be sharing the supernatural experiences that shape our world. So toss off the chains of your American hysteria skepticism and join Jim and Sapphire for their brand new spooky, beautiful seasons. American Hysteria's Aftershock is written, produced, and hosted by me, Chelsea Weber-Smith. Co-written by Riley Smith, with script editing by Miranda Zickler, and production by Clear Camo Studios. So remember to donate to our Patreon if you can, and also find us on social media. We do a lot of fun things over there, too. You can find the links to all of this in our show notes. So this week, remember, ordering a tall, frothy glass of milk at a restaurant is super weird. Have a great week. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.